Hey guys, Jamie here. Thank you so much and welcome to the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat. We are going to be keeping it raw. We'll be keeping it real. There's lots of great stories to share, lots of great learnings and lots of great experiences that we can't wait to get out to you. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Follow myself, follow the amazing guests we have on the show. Also, make sure you leave a beautiful review afterwards. And don't forget today to be great. And welcome to the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatina, we have a very special guest here with us today, uh, and it's a pleasure to have you here. So we have an osteopath, a fitness professional, a triathlete, which we just had a very short brief uh, chat about, a university lecturer, a highly regarded and nationally recognized coach and trainer within the health and wellness space, the founder of the Living Health Group. All on top of this, recovered and come back stronger than ever uh, after suffering a stroke in 2014, we have the amazing Lisa Gadd. Good morning. Good morning, Jamie. Thanks Thank for having me. Thank you for being here. My pleasure, my pleasure. Um, so we're going to get stuck right into rapid fire. Uh, the listeners know what this is. You might know what it is. I don't know, but we're just going to go straight into it. Favorite song right now? Oh, favorite song. Oh, that is a very good question. I have a lot of those. We've yeah, got about another 15 of them. <laughs> I was like, which one's my favorite? Right now, right now. If you like, I could listen to any single song. Which one would it be? Um... Oh dear, what was on my playlist this morning? What is my favourite song? We can sit here all day. <laughs> <laughs> You're like rapid fire. I'm like, I don't know, I don't have one. <laughs> quick answers. <laughs> quick, quick questions, quick, quick answers, answers. Quick answers. Um, look, I'm an 80s girl, so I love anything from the 80s. 80s? But yeah. give me a song. Give me a song. Let me see what the I'm phone listening. is out. Yeah, I was like, and what did gonna, I listen to And she's going to sing it for us too, guys. Oh, God, no. no. <laughs> um... <laughs> Your love keeps lifting me higher. A real old school. Okay. Love keeps lifting me higher. There it is, guys. Go and listen to it. Love keeps lifting me higher. Favorite song to get pumped up to? Something's Gotta Give. Something's... Oh, that was easy. See? Yeah. Favorite movie? Oh. Favorite movie. Um, 10 Things I Heard About You. <laughs> Never heard of it? You haven't heard of it with Heath Ledger? No. Oh, go watch it. It's Ten definitely an old movie. I heard of about I hate about you. you. I hate about you. hate about you. Yep. Wow, that's interesting. It's very rude. <laughs> Favorite book? Um, Brene Brown, Daring to Lead. Yes. Go-to meal? Oh. Anytime, anywhere, any food? No. I like real basic, like healthy chicken, veggies, broccoli. How will you call chicken at least? Let's see if we can get a bit creative. <laughs> <laughs> Grill, grilled, grilled, grilled. Grilled. Okay, yeah. good. Favorite I, TV show? I actually don't watch TV. If you were to? Um, I've just been hooked on the Netflix series Designated Survivor. Okay, okay. Your biggest celebrity and sporting idol growing up? Mm, it actually would have been Kathy Freeman, the runner. Mm, nice one. Mm. Yes, Kathy Freeman, absolutely. One thing you hate or dislike, and you can't say coriander. You don't like coriander? I love coriander, oh. but everyone's answer is very quick, like coriander. I'm like, that's boring. Give me something else. Oh, no, I like coriander. I like it too. I'm like, yeah, yeah. load it up. Load it on my uh, Yeah, yeah definitely. One thing I don't like. Hmm. See, I even love Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I can do them. One thing I do. Not every day, but I can do them. Yeah. Um... It doesn't have to be food either. I just use it as a... <laughs> <laughs> One thing I don't like. That is very difficult. Um... I don't like tiramisu. <laughs> oh, God. This podcast is going to end. <laughs> this podcast is ending right now. How can and you not like tiramisu? And, and, and I'm an Italian, too. So How that's even not? like, I just, I don't, I think you it's haven't like tried the my cream, dad's. the I gotta, coffee. You got to get, I got to get you. 
Like it was slice of my dad's. Okay. Like world famous in our household. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. I, I don't like. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> I just got. I have to write that one down. I know <laughs> oh, that's like this podcast is over. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Funniest or craziest thing you've done? Um, jumped out of an aeroplane. That's cool. Skydived. I'd pay yep, that. Skydived. That's great. I was going to say, lucky we got. I think otherwise, like, why else would you jump out of a plane? (laughs) (laughs) Book or audio book? Audio. Oh, no, I like a real book. Okay. Summer or winter? Summer for sure. Sum up your mindset in one word. Go getter. I'll pay that as one word. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's kind of (laughs) true. Put a little dash there. Um, Proudest moment, personally, uh, and then through business, life, achievements, Proudest moment, um, ooh, I've got a couple, but winning in my first year, second year business, taking out the Monash Business Awards. Well done. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, tell us something that no one knows about you. Oh, that no one knows about me. Because then after this, they will know. So. <laughs> no. I was like, what do people not know? I'm a bit of an open book as it is. What do people not know about me? I really hate winter. Really hate winter? Yeah. Based on your answer a few times ago. Yeah, summer or winter. Summer, you said. Yeah. Your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson you had. You can substitute the word failure for loss. Would definitely be in business. Challenge. Yeah. Um, I've had quite a few failures, I guess, with staff. Okay. Um, which then... I remember in my first year of business, like, I went through quite a few staff. Okay. So, that... Was that enabled me to, I guess, then figure out how to manage and how to lead, how to, how lead to be people. a leader? Yeah, good, yeah. good, good, good. If you could choose to have lunch with one person, anyone in the world, dead or alive, past or present, you've got a two-hour time limit, who would it be? Oh, it'd either be Brene Brown or Oprah, Win- Oprah Winfrey. Mm, Winfrey. Mm. Okay. Oprah or Oprah. Okay. Yeah. What was 10-year-old Lisa like? Well, I've got two brothers, <laughs> so and I'm the middle child. Okay. So, okay. what was ten year on me like? Um, I was very sporty, active. Yeah, probably. Che- I was cheeky. Cheeky. Yeah. We got to it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we got to it eventually. Like, yeah. I think that was the first one. We'll just build up to it though, and I'll give a little bit extra, and then I'll like, okay, I'll just drop in cheeky. cheeky. Yeah. Uh, last question: What's one trait or quality in that you see in your say immediate group of five? closest people to you that's consistent across all that's really important to you um the ability to just be there like that support network and um the yeah connection support and connection yeah. i love it i love it that's rapid fire <laughs> i was a bit slow on some of them <laughs> well you did well we start the, the first one was awfully yeah. slow but the second one you were like bang warm up. yeah totally totally i love it um so look We'll get into the story, but I've got one question that I want to ask, sort of about COVID, but I don't want to speak about COVID forever. Yeah. Um, what did you learn about yourself during COVID? Or what have you learned about yourself during this crazy time? That we can't control everything. Are you someone that likes to... And that, um, I think, and we mentioned this before, like, COVID is, like, I've been in business six years now, but it's not like... You know, I ran a really bad marketing campaign mm. and it went belly up. Like, we just literally woke up one day and then, the, like, everything was just flipped up. So everything that we had been doing and what was, for us, normal in business was now just 
non-existent. Done. It's like, hmm. Doors you, closed. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much it's like, yeah. what do you Completely do? Completely out of your control. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. out of your control. It's like, well, how do you, I guess, iterate or pivot or in Adapt. something that you've yeah. got no total control about? It's crazy, isn't it? Mm. So we'll come back to what you've done from a business perspective during this time, but I want to back it up as far as we can go and as far as you want to go to Lisa getting to where she is today. Yeah. Um, so triathlete we mentioned at the start like was that something that you always <laughs> wanted to do business was that always something what you, what you wanted to do osteopath was that a vision you had like mm. where did it all begin through school juniors yeah. like you said you were sport yeah. sports based and love sport but how did you get to where you are today cool so yeah as we just mentioned like I've played heaps of sport all my life so netball basketballer and love it for, for those of us that have played sport often know that, you know, we're often injured yeah, along totally. the way. Yeah. Often. <laughs> so <I like> <laughs> um, for me, I spent as much as I spent, try to spend most of my time on the court. There was often a lot of time being injured. So seeing physios and osteopaths. So that's how I got into my career Okay. because I, I wanted to be able to help people like my osteo had helped me get from like being injured to back on the court. Back on playing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So that's how I got into osteo. Was that like more juniors or was that like after school, during school? Even juniors and then going into like... Okay. Yeah. Higher levels. Higher levels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So I was always quite active. Always played heaps of sport. But yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, oh, injured. injured. <laughs> a fair bit. <laughs> so that's how you got into the whole, you know, recovery and, yeah. and osteo and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, cool. health. So is that was that where the... I don't know if it's a passion, but was that where the desire was like, cool, I'm going to go down that path? Like, what did you want to do before that? Like, did you have something else that you wanted to do? No, that was about it. I think when I was really younger, I wanted to maybe be a doctor. Okay. Um, you know, Similar. when you've got that kid dream, totally. you're like, you know, I want yeah, to be a doctor. Be a firefighter. A firefighter. <laughs> still got the dream. You never know. <laughs> there's, still, there's still time. <laughs> still do it. So I think, yeah, I've always been really interested in health. Like my mum was a nurse. Um, okay. And we've always, as a family, played heaps of sports. So yeah. I think I've always been brought up in that environment. Totally. Keeping active and doing something. And then at the same time, yeah, what comes with sport is, yeah, like you said, looking yeah. after yourself to recover and get try and get back on the court or field or whatever you whatever yep. platform you play on um, to be at your best. Mm. Uh, okay, cool. So then, yeah, anything yeah. else? So got into um, osteo, which is five years, spent my time at uni, Got out, was working, and then in my first year, it was in my first year of uni, that's when, at 24, I'd, I had a stroke. And so my whole world, you know, I'd been a normal 24-year-old, like, playing sport, going out on the weekends, working, doing what every normal 24-year-old was. Yeah. And then um, it was a Tuesday morning, and I just had a cracking headache, and I knew something wasn't right. Um, I went to the hospital, spent three days there. They after that morning, yeah. That after morning, that yeah. morning, yeah. yeah. So they went to the hospital. They thought I had meningitis, which okay. is an infection, um, inflammation of the brain. They sent me home and told me to just rest. So sitting at home, resting on the couch as you do, and the next minute I just blacked out, and I end up having a seizure at home on the couch. Oh wow! So I woke up three days later in ICU and in hospital. Yeah, they're wow. like you've had a stroke. I had and like I had you no need- idea. You know, I I didn't know where I was. I didn't know what had happened. I I still had this headache yeah. and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Like, where am I? Mm. I was on the couch. Yeah. Two ago. I was on the couch. Yep. I still remember being on the couch. What were you watching? No, I wasn't watching anything. Oh. I was kind of like dozing, but I remember Just my auntie out. and uncle were over and okay. I could remember, you know, so you being- you still got full memory of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, um, I could still remember, they were really loud, like <laughs> Italians, <laughs> you know? I'm trying to relax. That's what I was like. I'm trying to chill out. I'm like, I've got this cracking head up. Just yeah. shut up, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's the last thing. I, I remember getting really annoyed. I'm like, just shut up. Wow. And then I just remember blacking out. Yeah. So did they, did they end up telling you like, 
how, why, look, yeah. They think maybe um, the contraceptive pill. Okay. But nothing. Um, it's a bit of a side yeah. effect. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a pretty extreme side effect. Yeah, so wow. Okay. There's no real um, answer to it. No, they're not okay. too sure. So then from there, you know, was there a big recovery period? Like, did your mindset around like health and well-being like really develop even higher there? Like, and your attention to our bodies, like, what, yeah, especially your you, your body at yep. the time. Yep. So I spent three months in hospital, and I'd kind of gone through every week like a like I'd get a little bit better, and then I have a relapse. I get a bit better, I had a relapse, and I got to like my third week in there, and I remember this specific point. Um, my I remember I had like three, four ICU doctors standing into the bed, and they're like, look. You know, you've had a massive clot in the middle of your chest. We don't think you're going to make it. Oh, wow. Um, we're going to take you to ICU. And for me... This is after three weeks. Yeah, in. Shit. And for me, there was like this specific... And I don't know how to explain it. But it was like a switch in my brain that just went, no, nope, I've got things to do. Like, I've got... Like, for me, I know I really want to be a mum. I want to have kids. So I'm like, no, nope, there's more things I want to do in this world. Thanks for your opinion, but yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. And so for me, that was like the mindset switch for me. I was like, wow. no. Nope, did you always have that sort of, well, I don't know if it was a self-belief, was it confidence, was it a, a relentless sort of unstoppable desire? Was that always there? Or I've, just... I've always had drive and determination, but I think this for me was my turning point. I was like, nah, I get to take control of this. I'm like, I know you might think that I might not make this, but I'm like, I'm going to tell you I'm going to make this. Um, and then, yeah, it was, you know, three, three months in hospital, six-month recovery, and yeah, it was really... It was a mindset game. It was, okay, what does my body need? Um, it was all about health, food, nutrition, totally. sleep, like all those... As it always is. Yeah, yeah facets yeah, that make yeah. up our health, our relationships, um, all those different areas of our health yeah. for me. Did you go into a bit of a, like a like a learning frenzy, like to learn more about... 100%. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So you obviously would have had so much knowledge already through osteo. Yeah. But then just tenfold like again and again. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's looking at, you know, the relationships in your life and pre, pre-stroke pre was like, oh, you know, yeah, I've got heaps of friends and then you go through something like that and you're like, yeah, everyone wants to be your friend when they're like, when they're talking about you, but no one actually wants to, you know, rock up on your doorstep and, you know. Tell me about it. Yeah, take you for a walk or. Absolutely. Or be there. In that situation. Yeah. And so yeah. I really learnt, um, I guess I had a heap of growth during that time, both Amazing. about myself but then about the people in my life, mm, mm, um, mm. you know, the importance, like what health actually was because pre-stroke, it was just, you know, I jump on a netball court and I go, for, go to the gym six Correct. times a week and I eat healthy. Mm, and there's so mm. much more to our health than just how much we physically exercise. There's yeah, that mental definitely. component, emotional, um, our spiritual, like our connection absolutely with whatever we believe in, Correct. anything bigger than us, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. our friends and family, the relationships in our life. Amazing. What, what, what would you say was the? I can only imagine like it was obviously a tough time. Mm. But what was you? What was the biggest challenge that you felt you overcome? Was it what you just mentioned? There was obviously the physical component, mm. like relearning how to walk, talk properly. But I think my biggest lesson in that was on the friendship and the people in my life, the mm. relationships. I think it was really about okay, who's actually in your life that wants to be in your life that wants to see you grow and develop, and 100%. who's just there for how good is that a good time? Yeah, or, yeah. Um, and I think as just a tw- because yeah, and as a twenty-four-year-old, you probably don't really mm, realize that. I think that's correct. something we really realize later in Late life. Late twenties, yeah, yeah. But agreed. Um, mm, I think for me, mm. that was my biggest lesson. Mm. It's yeah. like okay, okay, who's actually wants to be on my team and wants to see me 
grow and develop yeah. and be a better wow. person. And especially like in a time when you probably need it more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great time to sort of see, well, you know, who's really here mm. for Lisa, like who's here to yep. see me become the best version of me mm. and come out of this a better person. Yeah. Um, so is that where the, the basis of the business was real developed, like coming out of that for you? Because like, like you said, you had the osteo, but then you had all the development and learnings. Did you want to take that and be like, cool, now I really want to go and help people? Yeah, and I think like a lot of my stroke recovery was not just like helping people move and feel better, which is what I do as an osteo. Like there's yeah. so many different facets. So for me, it was really about, okay, how can we incorporate all of that in your health and how can we help people in the community um, with their overall health as opposed to just from a physical component? Well, like you said yeah. at the start, yeah, go to the gym six times a week and I eat my broccoli and my chicken and my rice. I'm so healthy. But like you said, there's so yeah. much more to it yeah. that, you know, doesn't yeah. get exposed in the media and they show you, you know, whatever yeah. the best product is to sell at the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the business now, like, a little bit of COVID talk and a little bit of, you know, just general business for you. So I think you said six years. Mm. Yeah. So I guess ultimately, like, where is that from when you started the business? Was that always something that you wanted to do, like run your own business? It's funny, growing up as a kid, I never had a, a business or entrepreneurial mind yeah. in me. Okay. Um, Parents, family, anyone no. own businesses, run businesses, no. extended family? No, I'm the, I'm the black sheep <laughs> of the family. <laughs> totally. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So I think I just got really frustrated uh, working for someone else. And and as I said, like it was just purely focused about, okay, let's help you from a physical point of view. But for me, there was so much more in terms of health. Yeah. And it's like, cool, cool. How can we reach the community? How can I help more people um, than just... So so did you get into it post the recovery? Yeah, yeah. This was a couple of years um, after. After, okay. So So, then from there, did you want to... Did you think that you'd take it to a business like did you want to take it to a business or it just sort of not done that it fell on your lap but how did it how did you get started yeah i think i think it was just out of sheer frustration i was like okay one it's like we're only helping people in certain capacity yeah. and like well i want to help people on a bigger scale so, so you open up your own, yeah, but I open up said, my own business yeah, and see so how we go let's go for it all right cool <laughs> and then how did like did you know anything did you i'm not of course yeah. you knew stuff so, from a business well, perspective this is, yeah, yeah from a business perspective good question like no i didn't know anything so, you know, I've spent five years at uni being an osteopath. They've told me, taught me how to, you know... How to help, treat people. Yeah, yeah how to yeah. crack necks and make people feel better. And <laughs> wow. here I'm like... Shit. People listen like, shit, crack me neck. I love I'm, that. I'm like, what's a P&L? Like, it's I had a, what's no What's an ABN idea. number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do I set up bank accounts? How do I yeah. do that? Do I need a website? Yeah. Domain name? So, um, I had no idea. So, I actually joined the Entourage. Awesome. Um, yep. With Jack Delosa yeah. and his team yeah. uh, for my first year. And I just learned... Like, I was like a sponge. Totally. I loved it. I met like-minded people. Um, I learned what I needed to to learn yeah. um, and then I've just moved forward from there going on B- bigger and better things yeah. so so now where's the let's say when I say now let's say pre-COVID time yeah because uh, then COVID time's a bit different but pre-COVID time tell us about it so November last year I actually relocated so we moved we were within a, an aquatic centre and I moved oh, yeah. we moved to a um, more of a shop front yep and my business is like skyrocketed wow. we had like a 30% increase like pre-COVID <laughs> so I like um, it. well done well done. Yeah, so I've got a team of practitioners, and um, obviously COVID—it's a little bit sticky at the moment, but absolutely, um, we're still doing, we're still doing fine. Well done, well mm. done. So again, is so the the, the message the the practitioners—they're all—I'm I'm guessing they're all on board. Yeah, like you said, you've learned leadership through yeah. the first couple of years. Yeah, you know yourself having to go through those experiences. You know what is the you know I'm not going to say what's your you know your values of the of the business, yeah. but like what what's the core of if I, what can what can someone expect like if I'm like I need help. I need 
mm. an osteo or I need some assistance mm. with my health? Like, what can they expect yep. from, from you guys? Mm. Yep. So our vision is to help create a healthy community. Yeah. Um, and we do that through educating, um, obviously using evidence base as well. Mm. Um, and we're really holistic in our approach. So it's not just about helping you get back on the the footy field totally. or the netball or field, it but is, it's, yeah. it's looking at everything. So it's looking at managing your stress, um, your nutrition, your sleep, awesome. um, the relationships in your life because reality is they all take a, they all play a part. 100% they and, do. So know, is it only athletes? No, no, yeah, no. No. Yeah, okay. no, we work with a lot of sporting clubs. Yeah. Um, at the moment, we're not working with any, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like our well, whole sporting are, if, clubs are gone. If there are any sporting <laughs> clubs out there working, then we've got another problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the moment, it's it seems to be everyone working from home with upper back and neck pain and headaches. So, <laughs> give me some tips. Tell me. I, I, honestly, my 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 shot like sitting down all day like, because I used to be trading, right? Yes. So for me, like I've ne- I never had a sore back being a trader though. It was weird. Really? I guess because I just built my muscles around yep. all those movements. I sit down for five minutes. I'm like, oh my back. Yeah. Oh my back. Yep. Oh, how do people do this? Yep. Like. For 50 years. And that, that's the thing, because being a trader, you're always moving. Yes. And so now you're sitting at a desk. Well, it's like, trading oh. and footy and, and, at yeah. the same time, so it was actively, yeah. Yeah, so you're moving quite a bit, which is what, as humans, we're designed to move. Yeah. And then we get in this, we just sit, you know, we sit all day and it's like, our body doesn't like totally, that. Totally, yeah. I've, I've even noticed like my whole shoulders roll forward now like so much more than everyone's like, because every now and then I've just like the big stretch will open up. But yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's frustrating in a way. I'm just like, mm. in a way, like you need to be there working. But I'm like, well, let me ask you, is a stand-up desk? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah, they are. Yep. I would recommend um, or alternate in between. So my, my key would be just every hour you've got to get up and maybe just go to a flight of those stairs. Totally. Two times every hour. Set every a little hour. reminder on your Fine. laptop. Get up and run. Yep. Run, Jamie, run. <laughs> That's it. Get up and move. I'll teach you some stretches after this. Done. Well, if we were live, we could have done it to the whole world. I love it. Get up and move every hour. There you go, guys out there. Every hour, get up and move. Any... So you said stretches, but it's just movement in general. Movement in general, yep. It's good to just for the body to yep. open up and do something cool. Especially if we've been sitting, just get well, get exactly that blood right. flowing. Yeah. And it'll also help from a mental point of view, as mm, it'll give you mm. that mental break to just True. Okay, stop looking Go at get the some screen. Fresh air. Yep. Yeah, yep. get some fresh air for the wind and get back into it. Yep. So now during COVID, like what have you done from a business perspective? Because you said there was that great yeah. growth and I'm sure it will come back post because it's probably going to even, even be more important to mm-hmm. get your mental and physical health back in point uh, post-COVID. But for you, like, what have you guys been able to do now? Yep. Like, where yeah. are you at with it? So we are really community-focused. So for us, it's um, it's a little bit hard to still treat people, you know, via Zoom, mm-hmm. like considering we're such a... Like we're so face to face, and we are we actually you know physical yeah Yeah. we are hands on yeah so we decided to still in alignment with our core values. All right, education is one of our big things. So we every week we jump online and run some free classes for our community. So stretching, strengthening classes, love it. Um, and we just through socials like running it online live there. Yeah, Yeah, cool. So we um, yeah, we're just really trying to be there for our community as much as possible. So obviously, like there is no clientele. Are you making changes now in preparation for? Oh, so not that there is no clientele, but yeah. so they can't, like you said, they can't be as hands-on. Yeah. But are you making changes, thoughts? Are you thinking about, cool, when the doors open again, are we going to do things differently? Like, Because you've obviously had time to think yep. during this. Like, Have you come up with anything, any new innovative ways for what the business will do moving forward? Yeah, so we're still online. Like, We can tr- do consults online. Yeah. Um, and we still are. We actually still are treating. Okay. So we've just got measures in place like masks, temperature. Totally. 
hygiene, all that jazz. Yeah, 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 I've yeah, never yeah. cleaned so much in my life. <laughs> <laughs> for me, who hates cleaning, this is really difficult. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Normally yeah, I outsource that, but now I have to do have it to like every... <laughs> yeah, every two minutes. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, we're still face-to-face. Um, we've obviously had a, a little bit of a, a dip, but yeah. we're still face-to-face. But then yeah. we're also doing online consults as well. Yeah. Um, and then still educating our community. Were online. you educating prior, like doing lives prior? Not as often as what we are. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you'll continue it? Uh, yeah, it was something, it is something we will Consider. definitely, yeah. yeah okay. Tapering. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah. So on, on the, I don't want to use the word medicine, yeah. uh, but oh, I've said it, so now you know what I'm trying to come from, <laughs> what, what angle I'm trying to come from. But again, your, your opinion on health, like you, you mentioned earlier, like the holistic approach what, for you, like what is some of the first things that you're looking at when someone comes in and they're saying, I've got a sore back. Okay, great. Or I've got this, I've got that. Like, what? How do you run a session for yourself? Like, What are you thinking about? Like, what's important to you to look out for? Yep. Um, I think especially at the moment, the big one is stress. Yep. Is a, what else is happening in their world? Yep. Um, you know, we've got a lot of people homeschooling. Yeah. A lot of people working from home. There's a lot of job insecurity. Um, finance True. is a huge one at the moment. And like you said earlier, it was just like thrown on us. Not yeah. thrown on but we had some time to think about it. All of a sudden, we're all working from home. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have to go to office works is empty. Yes. You know, like just buying. You can't order a desk anyway. Totally. Like, it's exactly like a three right. month wait on a desk. Go to Bunnings and make your own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? pretty much. Um, so yeah, you can just imagine the level of stress yeah. that people have sort of sunk into, if that is the right word. Yeah. Um, so yeah, stress. Anything, what else? Um, stress, sleep mm. is a big one as well. Um, there's definitely that emotional, like the relationships yeah. in people's life. Yeah. That definitely Being plays tested a big part. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some, yeah. all of a sudden, some people are 24 seven with, you know, normally they go to work and, and yeah. yeah. And now everyone's kids. in the same environment and mm. we can't even go outside and get some fresh air at the moment. Like, yeah. Well. I can't imagine how tough it must be. Yeah. So there's obviously the physical component, but then all those other factors play a part as well. Totally. Totally. Love it. So what is your beliefs and thoughts on on health and well-being? Like, I know it's a very... You've got to be careful what you say, and I get that. Mm. But what is your personal belief yeah. on... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I love this question. Like, I've spent five years being an osteo, and one of our core beliefs is, like, the body's capable of healing itself when in the right environment. And so I think it's really about being in tune with with our body um, and with our mind and asking ourselves, okay, what is it that I need and how can I give myself either that or the space that it needs to help um, heal? So the body can heal when it's in the right environment. Yeah. So it's got these self-regulatory mechanisms, um, which, as you know, is homeostasis. So when in the right environment, it, it's actually capable of So when of you say environment, obviously it doesn't mean the four walls all the time. No. Yes. No. So that could be like sleep, food, nutrition, relationships, stress, mindset. Which is the holistic yeah, it's, approach. It's, so for me, health is not just, you know, going to the gym and totally. eating broccoli and chicken. Why, <laughs> why, is that, why is there that stigma though, do you think? Um... I wonder if a lot of it's just a marketing tool. Like it's, mm. it's like how many times do we see it's all about having a six pack or it's all about losing six kilos. Um, and it's like, you could, you could go to the gym every day and, but if you go home, like if you've got yeah. something toxic in mm. your life that you're constantly in battle with, whether that's a relationship or you're hating your job or mm. like something playing in the back of your mind, like your finances, no matter how much you go to the gym, that's not going to shift. 
and everyone can sell 100%. you this like you know six week program to lose Correct. six kilos. Quick but guide here, quick guide yeah, there. Mm. There's there's no quick guide. It's all about okay, where am I at in my life? What's working? What's not working? And what can I do? What are little steps I can take to help me take a step closer to achieving that? I like it because, like you said, it's definitely some sort of media marketing yeah. something. Because um, again, they can't really sell. Like, how do you how do you promote mental well being online? Saying, "Here, go and meditate." Like mm. to them, which is the worst thing. To, there's probably no money in it for them. Yeah. Which is why they promote all these products. And I'll say that, not you, because you know, <laughs> that's okay. Um, but it's true. Though. Again, like yeah. yeah, even you know, I you know, I had the whole bodybuilding career, and it was during the prep when I had to kill didn't kill myself, but you know, it was tough. Twenty weeks of like, I learned so much mentally about myself. Mm. Uh, and then that's when I really got fascinated about, I never did the whole extended learning to the level that you did, but I definitely wanted to learn more about the body because yeah. I'm watching myself like, yes, physically lose weight and, and get in shape and get toned to stand on stage. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also watching, like feeling my mind and my body develop in a way that I've, you know, never felt before. Yep. You know, I think the mental capacity to even do that was incredible. And that's when my, for me, that's when the whole self-development journey began because I, I felt like I was self-development self-developing by accident i'm like well is there actually a real thing out there that i can do to learn more yeah and then that's when i like i think i was like 24 25 when i first heard my first audiobook i was like where's this thing been i didn't know <laughs> people like, read books this? for me to listen to because yeah. i'm not much of a reader okay you know, i like to read but like more i'd rather listen to it I'm like what the hell is this mm. and i found youtube where there's like motivational stuff i was like wow like, i thought youtube was just for music i didn't know that you could get like all this other <laughs> yeah. stuff on there and learn on there so for me, that's where it really learned. Like I really learned. for you. Like what would you say? Are like some key things for people to think about when it comes to health and well-being. Yeah, I know every situation can be very yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, definitely. But just some key topics, just some you know some benchmarks. Yeah. I think it can be just as simple as taking five to ten deep breaths in the morning and tuning in with yourself and go and and just being really honest and going, okay, how am I feeling in my mind? How am I feeling in my body? And if I'm not feeling great in either, like, okay, what is it that I need? And just starting with a real, a real, a benchmark for, okay. Which is mindfulness in a way. Yeah. Being very mindful of. It's it's actually just mm, stopping and being present and not mm, being so, you know, distracted by our mm, to-do lists and our emails and our. Social media. Yeah. 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 Everything. And just stopping and being, okay, Mm. take a few deep breaths. Like so many people can't even breathe properly. Like, Which sounds weird, like you can't. Yeah. And I'm sure and there's many like, techniques. I'm breathing. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, you're breathing, but like you're breathing off your sympathetics and you better, you, you wonder why you're always tired and, mm. and burnt out. It's like, because mm. you're just running on adrenaline and that's good for a short stint, but then long term, that's yeah. And to get through no a productive function. day, to yeah. get through it like a demanding day, it doesn't matter what your role is out there. Yeah. Even as a parent, I'm sure the, dem- oh, the day definitely. could be super demanding and like yeah. even getting the smallest thing like breathing right, mm. that might give you an extra hour of energy a day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most parents take an extra hour of energy a day, definitely uh, every week of the year. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that mind, like just that mindfulness early in the morning. What else? Anything else? Um, I think finding what your non-negotiables are. So what it is, and you know, I often start people off with, okay, what's just start with five minutes. But what's five minutes that's going to help you connect back in with yourself and recharge? Whether that's exercise, music, dancing, yoga, meditation, like finding something that works for you and helps mm. you get out of your head and connect back in with yourself. So that internal, and, is it a is it a, a fun thing or is it just 
whatever whatever it, fulfills it, you. It could be fun. Like I've got some people, some clients that are you know silent disco. They're just <laughs> first thing in the morning, <laughs> listen to their favorite song. Oh. <laughs> Pause for one second. Have you ever been to a silent disco? No, but I feel like I really need to after this whole COVID experience. I'm telling you now. A quick story in between. So we're in Sydney. I'm there with my best friends, Alex, um, and we're there for real food vending. And we're like, let's go out. We're going to get a drink. We go to, and then we go to this bar. And there's a line. Okay, cool. There's a line to this bar on like a random night. And as we get closer, like you can hear just music very softly, but there's all these people wearing headphones yeah. with different lights on the side. And I look at him like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and we get to the guy at the front. He's like, cool guys, welcome. We're like, what's going on, man? He's like, this is a silent disco. I'm like, well, we're in. <laughs> so basically there's three DJs in the room. Yep. And then you, you just tune in from your headphone, like which one you want to listen to. And then like everyone's listening to different music and it's like you take your headphones off in, in between and it's weird. It's like dead silence. Dead silence, yeah. Sorry, I had to share that story. That was <laughs> probably one of the craziest things I reckon I've ever done, like go to a silent disco. Mm. Crazy. Um, so yeah, breathing, a silent disco in the morning, guys. There it is. Put your headphones on. <laughs> pump, pump your 80s tunes just like Lisa yep. and um, and make it happen. Cool. So uh, some sort of, again, is that a morning thing or I guess it could be really any time of the day? Yeah. Look, I... I'm a big believer if, if you can start your day off for you, yeah. um, because for a lot of people, whether that's you're in business or you're a mum or a parent um, or you're leading a team or you're working with clients, like you spend your day giving your energy to everyone else. Totally. So if you mm. can spend your morning mm. and to start with five minutes, you know, if you Correct. can work up to 20 minutes Whatever an hour, amazing. Good. But get into the habit of making that five minutes for you yep. um, with something that allows you to one, connect with yourself, but also allows you to recharge. Yeah. Yep, yep. And maybe another one, three. Let's give mm. the listeners three. So breathing, do something for yourself, actions for you. Yep. Um, and a big one for an evening routine. So evening routine. sleep is so important. Yeah. Um, so again, finding... It's funny because, and I know you don't have kids, but... You know, kids have an evening routine. You know, they have a bath, they brush their mm, teeth, they do, mm, they read mm. a book, and then they go to bed. Yeah, yeah. But it's like as adults, we we totally oh we forget that. Totally. Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. you know we'll spend Cooking, all night watching yeah TV yeah. yeah watch TV and then we we'll, and we wonder why we can't get to sleep because mm. we've spent the last hour stimulating our brain with the TV, and then we're, we're like oh we're lying in bed and you know we've got everything our thoughts yeah, from the yeah, day yeah, going yeah. through so. And then that's sort of like the time that you want to go to sleep, but that's actually when your brain's slowing down. Yeah. Which yeah. might take, who knows how long it takes for some mm. people. Okay, so, so evening routine. Yeah, get so, into an evening routine. So w- would it be like get away from the... Yeah, so I'd recommend an hour before bed, no devices. It doesn't include TV? Yeah, it includes well. TV. <laughs> no You're going to make some changes, Jamie. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie, right? I actually sleep really well. Do you? Great. Yeah, and I, I probably get off, I don't know, like 15 minutes maybe, like all devices mm. prior. Um but I, I can, I, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I've got a really good routine with sleep. I just fall asleep. Great. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I, sometimes I feel weird because people say like, oh, it took me two hours to sleep. I'm like, right, it took me like five minutes to get to sleep. <laughs> you're like you an know? I, I, I generally am. Yeah. Like, but I, I can sleep anywhere. I don't know. Like, oh, you're one of them. Yeah, totally. I can sleep anywhere. <laughs> you're the one anywhere. to sleep on the plane, aren't you? Yeah. And on a train, I, when we used to, when I catch a train to work as a construction, I was, on the, on the way home, like that was my nap. Yeah. I would sleep on the train and it would like rock and I was like, this is so good. Um, <laughs> you know, and then I'd wake up, bang, energize, let's go to the gym. Mm. Uh, love it. So, yeah. We, so, no devices. No devices. Yes. Um, you know, we we sleep better when we're warm and fuzzy. So, if you're having a shower before bed, maybe reading a book. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. 
And okay. just trying to get in that habit of creating that environment yeah, okay. for you. Got it, got it. Hey guys, Jamie here. I know you're loving this episode, but it's a really quick question. Have you ever wanted to own your own business, but still didn't really know where to start? And maybe you've also thought about franchising. If that's you, I want you to check out the Real Food Vending website. If you're looking for a, a platform that provides community, a proven model with systems and structures, it's flexible, it's innovative. Most importantly, have some fun along the journey. I want you to check out our website www.realfoodvending.com.au. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So how did you get into the health and wellness space? Like I know we touched on you know, triathlon earlier, but like how do you even do that, firstly? And like how did you get into that? I know you said you went to sports, but like why triathlons? Why, yeah. yeah. Tell me, tell me. I'm just really fascinated why someone <laughs> would do that to themselves. Go so for it. So I've got a couple of clients that do Ironman. Yeah. Um, and as we established before, Ironman's like, you know, it ends with a full marathon. So it's a 42K run just at the end. That's And before that, you've swum and then you've ridden as well. So wow. I've support... Crazy people out there. Yeah, I've support crewed for that. And at the time, I was like, oh, this this will be fun. <laughs> like, because I've had so much fun. Was that your first exposure to it? Like, yeah, support yeah, crewing? Yeah, being okay. support crewing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I was up in Cairns, I think, last year. And at the time, it was fun. <laughs> I was like, I want to do this. <laughs> Or sitting in a boat watching someone <laughs> or sitting on the on the sand, like, yeah, keep running. Like, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> and, then, and then I get into training and I was like, oh, this sucks. But it's a mental game. Absolutely. It's, 100%. Yeah. And so for me, it's okay. How can I retrain my brain when, you know, things get tough and when it hurts and I want to stop? Yeah. How do I keep going? So mm. for me, part of it's the mental game. Bit of fun there. Yeah. 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 It's okay. Like, cool. How can I retrain my brain to, to keep going? Um, because it'll have a direct influence in, totally. my, in my business and everything else in my life when, mm. when shit gets tough how can i train myself to keep going as yeah. opposed to oh this is hard this is yeah mm. time to uh, call the quits yeah. i like it i like it so you, you went and crewed for a couple yeah. you're crazy enough to think that's easy i can do that yeah and then i training. just started training how long after how long from training till your first one uh six months so you had six months of training is yep. that like is that a normal tra- setup or is that like yeah. how long would not someone normally train for um yeah, like so probably trained. a 12, like it'd be, you do a 12 month. So like I would have had a race in November. Yeah. I, I can't see Noosa. Yeah. I can't see Noosa going ahead. So I probably. Well, definitely not from us anyway, from no. Victoria. Yeah. They might have it in their own little people. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have started training. What month are we in? We're in July. Yeah. I would have started training the start of July for that. Okay. So what's that? So like, yeah, mm. a good five yeah. months, four months. Yeah. Okay. Out. And what, what, what's training like for a triathlete? Uh, yeah, it's running three times a week. It's a bike twice a week. It's swimming twice a week or three times. Alternate days though or on the same day sometimes? Sometimes they're the, sometimes they're the same. So wow. yeah, it's, it's predominantly a six-day-a-week training program. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And how far are you running, riding, swimming during training? And, and I'll tell you, like, getting the pool in this weather is like, it's, Not there's fun. nothing exciting about it. There's nothing. Ex- it's it's great when it's you know it's January, it's February. It's oh, like, totally. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. No worries. You know I can yeah, get up swim, early, no go worries. for a swim, go for a run, ride. Yeah, it's great. And then you hit winter and you're like, this sucks. <laughs> do you do um, pool swimming? So you don't do ocean or bay, Melbourne? Um. Uh, well, at the for moment, training. <laughs> for yeah. training. I I do bay swimming when it's um. The weather's a bit better. There's no way you'll get me in the I love bay it. I love it. She's really honest. She's like, I'll do it when it's warmer. Like, straight out. Like, you, you know you I'm said, a you summer. Said better, though. You, you said... know I'm a summer. <laughs> totally, yeah. Winter sucks. <laughs> totally. It's too cold, guys. It's yeah. too cold. All right. So how, how, how far would you swim? Like, yeah, I'm just generally yeah. asking for myself. I'm sure the listeners are loving this. But um, like, about a K. So you'd swim a K yeah. three times a week? Yeah, two to three. Yep. Yep. And about then, a K, yeah, about yeah. a K or 1,200, 1,500. 
but are you pushing or it's just of course you're like pushing it but are you is it just about getting it done and yeah yeah, yeah. it's about building um the training the whole training is about building your aerobic capacity correct and, you know getting k's in your legs and yes. getting your body conditioned as opposed mm. to um just turning up yeah and being like hey let's go yeah have you listened to um david goggins or read his book no i haven't okay i'm gonna it- david goggins can't be hurt i'm gonna write it down so i tell you yeah cool. can't be hurt pretty much like marine um marine american and decides he wants to do like the the 100 mile run and he does it with him like i think it was like a three-day turnaround he because it was something about he wanted to raise money and it was just a crazy story it's like yeah. i had to qualify that one to get to the big one so i had oh. like three days to make like get in shape for it and he just turned up and ran three days yeah, yeah. ridiculous like it's in, like it's all again mind game yeah that's what he talks about it can't be hurt uh, incredible book incredible mm. uh, one of my top ones to share for sure cool um so yeah so how did you get into the health and wellness space? Like, was it just from pure wanting to give and share and then triathlons? Like, what else have you done in that? Yeah, I think I've just had a, always had a huge passion for health and mm. well-being, like playing mm. heaps of sport, coached. Do you still um, play sport now? I don't at the moment. No, okay. just triathlons. Well, I told you so, there's not really a lot of sport to be playing yeah. right now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. just triathlons. But, um, you know, like, I love watching footy. Totally. So, Who do you follow? Carlton. I see the Richmond scarf here. And when I said, who do you follow? It was like this weird, like, awkward silence, like... Okay. Although, my team's actually doing all right this that, season. They are like, actually doing well. We've been terrible for, like, the past however many Forever. years. Um, it's normally I'm like, oh, do I say that? <laughs> do, I, do I just lie and yeah. go to one last year? Yeah. Okay, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Carlton Lewis to play at, at VFL there. Um, so, no, I'll, I'll give that. Okay, Carlton. So, so, you do a lot of the work at Vic Uni as well. Yeah. Again, how did that even happen? Like, was that just a an opportunity door opened or did you go chasing that? What's, um, what's the plan and projects there? Yeah, so that one, I feel like that one I might have actually chased. So I think I just shot an email. Um, I was super keen to just get involved and... Um, Play a part. Yeah, because yeah. how can I educate others? Mm, mm. Obviously, education is one of my core values. Correct. So it's like, how can we educate and inspire um, other people? Yeah, definitely. So, get you know, them out while they're younger coming, as well. Yeah, our students coming through. It's yeah. like, okay, how can we upskill them and totally. how can I share my knowledge with them yeah. so that they're better practitioners so that has a flow-on effect. So are they the ones that are studying osteo yeah, yeah. or just in general? No, they're studying osteo. Okay, yeah. cool. So it's in that yep. niche. It's in yep. that field. Love it. Love it. That's cool. Because again, like you said, like you're sort of going back as an experienced yeah. practitioner sure. and someone that runs their own business who has had their own challenges, who, mm. who has been the athlete, who, so who knows what it's like on the other side. That's really cool. Mm. I like that. So, I like that. So what sort of things like are you sharing with them? Like, What, what, what are they getting from it? Yeah, so it's a lot of clinical. So what it, it's like a student clinic. So okay. you could come in, get treatment by a student, but yeah. then me as a practi- qualified practitioner will kind of overlook it. Oh, yeah. And so I will do a bit of mentoring and go, okay, well, have you thought about this? Or what about this? Or Have you okay, asked this question? Yeah. 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 Okay. What, you what think? do you think is going on? Correct. Yeah. So what would you do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And is, oh, wow, that's really cool. But there's no better way to do that than for, as a student. It's like doing an apprenticeship in a way. Yeah, pretty much. Because like, you're technically on the tools. Yeah. You know, but you've got the qualified. That's it. There so it's like, you. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, as it is, it's an apprenticeship but, and you're being watched. But, and you're in uni still. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm. I like that. I like that. Let me ask you this. What are your three top habits? My top, my three top habits. habits. Your top three habits. Meditation. Music. In what way? Because you didn't <laughs> really have an answer to- <laughs> earlier, so I'm really confused how that's a <laughs> listening, listening to music. Listening to music. Yeah, like it's always on on for me. Listening to music. Yeah. Are you like a real silent disco sort of person? Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't catch me in karaoke, that's for sure. 
If you, anyone's driving past Lisa on the streets here in Melbourne, she, she'll be banging them out. <laughs> and movement is so, my other one. Movement. Yeah, I've, I've got to move, whether it's exercise, um, yoga. You said meditation first. Mm. A lot of people out there would say meditation can't do it. Mm. I don't get it. Yeah. For the listeners, explain to them what meditation is. And it maybe, this is more of a, let's maybe give them some tips on how to actually yeah. get started. Because yeah. I think once you've started and you're in like yeah. anything, yeah. momentum kicks in and it just becomes a lot easier. Yep. But that first time when you're like, I've got to lay there and do something. Yeah. You actually and, don't do anything, but yeah. And I think that's the big misconception. It's not about having no thoughts. Like, it's not about sitting there and be like, all right, mind, just shut up or not, just switch and off. Think about nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's where I feel like a lot of people totally. get frustrated. Yes. And they're like, well, I've just got to sit there and not... And then you actually get more worked up. Correct. So, I love to just focus on my breath when I'm doing it. So, if I can just mm. focus on deep breathing. Um, sometimes I use a mantra, but otherwise I just focus on my breath. Do you do guided or... I don't anymore, but I used to to start with. That's how I started, correct. Um, So I think if you're starting out, I'd recommend a couple of apps. So One Giant Mind, I think is really good. And um, Insight Timer, I also think is another really good app that I recommend for clients. Yep, yep. Yeah, I definitely agree on the the guided to Mm. get started. Again, in a way, you've got someone talking you through it. Yeah. Uh, And and I I love, it's, it's... it's not about like yeah, thinking nothing. It's about being mindful of what you're thinking. It's about me. It's mindfulness. It yeah, is thinking. Okay, definitely. cool. Releasing everything else and just having those few thoughts that are yeah. there. It's not about zero. Yeah. Like it's. I don't even know if that's possible yeah. to think about nothing. You know. Um. So again, cool. So and then for you, like, is it time getting started? What would you say? Like, even just start with like, like yeah, start with yeah. five minutes to start with, and then get into the habit of doing that daily, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. start to build from so there. So five minutes, deep breathing. Focus on that. If you can do guided, do guided. Yeah, if definitely. not, just sit in a relaxed state yep. um, cool and that's the thing like you don't even have to like you know do it sitting with your eyes closed like you can you can you do can it anywhere do, yeah anytime. a lot of people do it like running or um, it's funny you have you to know, like, some people a, find that yeah going, that, going out in nature mm, in the walk mm. it's or, you know yeah, yeah. as you said before on the way on the train spot on so it's it's not about you know I need, to, it. I need to stop everything yeah, yeah. and I need to yeah, meditate going across it's my like, legs okay, and, yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, how can cool, you cool. just integrate it in your day? And, and you know, the deep breathing part of it, like you can yeah. just pause music for a second and just have that 30 That's second, it. one minute moment where you're like, oh, focus on breathing, yeah. reset, go again, get up, walk, go for it, go and get some That's fresh it. air, come back. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And I love that as well. Cause again, that's not going to, because again, like you're not telling like it doesn't have to be this way. Mm. It's there's do whatever yeah. works for find, you. Find what works for you. And I think that's I the that. whole thing with health. That. It's like, you know, what works for me might not work for you. Totally. Like, totally. And it's finding what works for you. And, mm. you know, you might do it for a few months and then you're like, mm, this is not working for me anymore. What yeah. else can I try? Correct. Well, you might, and, and as an individual, you've probably grown, evolved, developed, yeah. you've learned new things, you've seen new things, your lifestyle might have completely changed. Definitely. One of the best things I did uh, coming out of the bodybuilding comp was get a um, intolerance test ah. on the, for the food. Yeah. And that was, yeah. Again, because I, I was in the whole bodybuilding scene, I was watching all these bodybuilders and, and then they were saying that they're going to get intolerance tests done like regularly. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never heard of this thing. I was going to get it done. Uh, it was, that changed everything. Mm-hmm. I'm actually due for another one. So I'm going to write that down, Jamie, go and get an intolerance <laughs> test. Uh, but that was incredible because yeah, it, it gave me answers. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. you need to eat this and yep. don't eat this and drink this yep. and don't drink this. And, and I was, and straight away, like it changes straight away. Yep. Energy, clarity, so much better. Um, so again, if, if, if you're having, if you've got thoughts, like maybe go and get an intolerance test. Like mm. that would be one of my suggestions to people as a good starting platform. Definitely. 
Do you find um, it changes your intolerances? Totally. Yeah. Totally. At the time, it was dairy because coming out of the comp, I was like, give me all the ice cream in the world. Because <laughs> I couldn't have ice cream. So this is about three, two months, three months after the comp. Uh, so it was all dairy. I couldn't have, couldn't have wheat. So I couldn't have bread. Couldn't have any eggs. Because again, I was smashing the eggs. Oh. So it, I was, and I just went cold turkey. Yeah. Like I left the naturopath with this massive piece of paper. I said yes and no to all these foods. I'm like, cool. Went to the shops and bought all the things I could eat. Yep. When I got home, I threw out all the things I couldn't eat. Yep. And I just started eating yeah, great. those mm. foods again, like right away. Mm. Um, what's one thing you've learned that's really blown you away? One thing I've learned. Do you mean in business or life or? Open. Um, one thing. That I think failures are literally just feedback. I think I used to beat myself up about, oh shit, I've stuffed up or I've done this wrong. And mm. now it's just about um, embracing that and going, okay, cool. What have I learned here? And how can I do different next time? I like it. I like it. Do you remember a moment when, whether it's a business or personal thing, probably more from a business perspective where you said like, shit, like this is getting real now. In terms of a challenge? Just the growth, the achievements, the, where you're going. Because I, like, I don't know about you, but when I go into business, like, I don't know how long I'm going to last. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't even know if anyone's going to want to buy what I've got. Yeah. Was there a point where you were like, shit, like, this is working. Like, this is real. Like, Yeah. It's funny because I've had two moments when I'm like, shit, I'm about to lose everything. <laughs> and then... Um, I think when we relocated the business, that's when I had a huge, like I had a huge amount of growth. I was like, oh, this is great. Cause I was only working three days a week as well. So it's like, great. My business is growing without me being there. Physically but, being yeah. There. So I was like, wow. this is great. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm working on my, like I'm growing my coaching, my side hustle. Awesome. Um, and then COVID hit. <laughs> so yeah, it was, that was, it was probably about near November, December, or even the start of this year. I was like, great. Had that exponential growth, but without me having to actually do anything be there, be there yeah, and, be the, the sole um, individual yeah I like that as well because like you said like you've been away proven what you need to do yeah pre-COVID so coming out of COVID like you're going to be so much more advanced so much more knowledgeable that you're going to be able to replicate that and then be tenfold yep. better I'm actually generally excited that'll be good is this what you envisioned like leaving school being in school like is this oh, what no. you thought no I never thought um, no I think and I've you know grown up in a traditional like family I thought I'd do the traditional, you know, get a job, totally. have buy a house, have kids, get married, have kids, get married, have kids, and I'm like, I'm doing everything the opposite. opposite way. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> I'm definitely the black sheep. Absolutely, absolutely. Why do you think though? Why do you think that, considering you know the huge challenges that you've had to go through personally, mm. um, that you've been able to. Like, it, what, like even that mindset you said that you had when the doctor said like you got a clot or whatever he might have mentioned and yep. you said no, that's all good mate I'm gonna, mm. I'll yeah. see you on the other side like I'll yeah. hit the gym tomorrow yeah. you know um, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah pretty much like, so you where's the weights around where's the weights around come on guys what are you talking about what's this shit <laughs> um, um, why do you think in a way and, and how did you achieve like how and why did you get through yep I think I was definitely given a second chance um, but I also believe that I'm here, I've been put here to do something more than um, in this world, mm, whether that's mm. to educate, whether that's to inspire. Um, you know, if I can help one person, then I've made a difference. Totally. Because I think I'm a big believer in that ripple effect. So if we can get people to, like if I can get someone to improve, you know, their health even 5%, 10%, 
but then that has an effect on someone else. Then totally. It has that ripple effect. 5% is huge if you can yeah. improve someone's health. You know, if they've been the same way for 10 years yeah. and you can make a 5% imp- improvement, like that's massive. Yep. Ultimately, like, what gives you that mindset though? What gives you that belief, that confidence? Even then, even then, like, where did... I think it comes back to my drive. I've always... Because I don't want to say what makes you special. Yeah. I know what you're going to say as I'm not special. But it's, <laughs> you know, you are special in, in everyone's special in their own yeah. way. But yeah, like, yeah, is it the drive? I think it's my drive, but I think it's also my ability to connect with people. Mm. I think I have this really unique ability to connect with people that helps them, one, feel comfortable, Mm. um, be a little bit vulnerable, and um, trust me to, I guess, guide them on, okay, well, have you thought about this, or why don't you try this, or... What um, makes you think you're able to connect with people, though? Why are you better, not not saying better, but how do you connect better with people? That is a very good question, um, and I don't know how you teach this. Mm. I, I don't know if it's because it's something I'm thinking about of, yeah. of, of recent. Because I get yeah. it the same a lot. Like you just naturally connect with people. Yeah. Like okay, but how do I do that? Yeah, I I don't know if it's, um, and obviously being a health practitioner, like I I I put everyone. It's not that I put mm. everyone first because mm. I still protect myself. Of course, but it's um it's a it's a really good question, and I'm um. I think it's just looking at everybody at a whole without any judgment. Mm. It's like, okay, this is where you're at. This is where you want to be. I think the judgment thing is a big Yeah. It's a big it's just thing. Like, and I think once I fully accepted who I was and all of me, it then mm. gave me that ability to go, okay, cool. That's who you are and that's all of you. And like, there's no judgment there. Correct. I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's the key, but maybe that... Uh, I, I honestly like lean towards yeah. that a lot too. It's, it's yeah. that, that no judgment. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, especially with the coaching and stuff, like you hear so many stories from people, and it's like you you can't carry judgment. Yeah. Like you can't invest your time and energy into that from a coaching perspective because it's not going to serve you. Like mm. if anything, it's going to drain you. You know, it's going to yeah. drain your energy. Like you have got to conserve your space. Mm. But then again, you're able to understand and yeah, I'm still yeah. I'm trying to. From even me personally, I'm yeah. going through this little journey now of understanding like how do I connect so well with people mm. like is there a is there something I did when I was younger yeah is there something my parents mm. embedded and, and brought into me is it a mindset that I have and I think what you said as well about being okay with like yeah. you're accepting yeah. you and all, and all of you so yeah and, and you're not looking for external yeah validation it's yeah, yep. yeah validation you know, whatever it is coming in mm. then you can just I can be me you can be you, and I think we can ultimately connect on a whole different level there. Instead of there being some sort of like weird, like, yep. oh, what are you doing, or what am I doing? Mm, like, yeah, that ego. You, you, yeah, it's a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this could be another uh, topic where we uh, discuss in another <laughs> episode. Who knows? Um, we're trying to find someone that can help me answer that for myself, and then everyone else out there. Is there something that, as we start to sort of bring it all together and wrap it up, is there something that someone ever said to you that really stuck with you? Um. <clears throat> I remember my dad always used to say to me, um, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Mm. So it's about, you know, I have the, the power or the belief to do whatever I would like or choose. If it's meant to be, it's, it's up to me. up to me. I like it. So is that something for you that you draw on a fair bit, like take on? Does that come back to you of... Yeah, it does. Yeah, and some I I draw on it a lot when you get that whether it's the rejection or that okay that no yeah it's like okay well let's 
let's just try a different avenue. Correct. Okay. It's like, Correct. okay, cool. What else can I do? Or mm. who else can I engage with? Mm. Or, mm. Um, mm. or maybe that's just no for now. And how can I come back to that later? That, that's always my mindset. It's, yeah. not, it's not a no, it's just a not right now. Yeah. It's just a not right now. Yeah. Ultimately. Um, thank you so much for... Thanks for, for having this. me. This has been good. It's, this it's is great. Fun. Yeah, totally. We <laughs> learned a lot about triathlons and that I definitely won't be doing one. <laughs> Um, and I'm sure the listeners out there have also said that that is not going to happen in their lifetime either. Um, but I also like what you said about like sometimes meditating while running because uh, that's definitely true. Like sometimes I get these crazy ideas. So I'm running and trying to like write notes and voice yeah. note myself and I was like, like I'm puffing and huffing. I was like, yeah, yeah do this, Jamie. I was like, when I get to the office, I'm listening. Oh my God, it's like an yeah. idiot. Yeah. But it's a great idea that comes up. I get my best ideas when I'm when I'm out in nature. Yes. Yeah, so whether yeah. it's going for a walk or a run, mm. I'm like, oh, what about that? Oh, what about that? Yeah, and you send yourself a little, little note yeah. when you get back to the office. Yep. I love it. I love it. How do the listeners find you, follow you, learn more from you? And yeah, I, I love the education piece. I think that's really powerful and really important. You know, even me, I've learned a fair bit here. Um, how, can they, how can they do that? Yeah. So I am online, um, Instagram at Dr. Lisa Gadd. Facebook as well, and then my website, drlisagad.com.au. Love it, love it. Yep. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you've been, you've been awesome. For me, this is great. Like, again, I, I, I love having people <laughs> on where I can learn as well, because like, if I'm learning, then I know the listeners are learning, most importantly. Awesome. Um, so thank you. Um, and yeah, for the guys out there tuning in, thank you so much. Have an amazing day, and I look forward to having you on the next episode. Take care for now. <laughs>